0: It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome
1: into tonight's tonight's postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the New Jersey Devils 4-3 in the shootout. Improved to 37, 19, and 6, 80 points on the year. And to help us break this one down, we bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. And Dan... We will start with, really, the man of the hour. It's Aiden Hill. Um, Obviously, the Golden Knights go out. They make a move at the trade deadline. They bring in Jonathan Quick to shore up uh, the the depth in terms of goaltending with Loren Brossois and Logan Thompson out. And Aiden Hill responds with, in my estimation, the best game that he has played as a Vegas Golden Knight.
2: Yeah, it'd be hard to argue with that, Ryan. I agree. And... You think about the competitiveness that Jonathan Quick is known for, and he has proven it through his long career, um, heralded career, with uh, plenty of hardware to show for it. He's 37 years old. Aiden Hill will turn 27 in May. There's not nearly enough time for Aiden Hill to have accomplished as much as has Jonathan Quick, but if you take today's competitiveness and you compare it for what aiden hill did for today and today only against what jonathan quick has been known for throughout his career It's pretty much on par now it's one game you know career high 46 saves but because it comes against one of the top teams in the league the devil's third in the league coming into the day and the fact that the organization just acquired a future hall of fame goaltender who could theoretically take away aiden hill's job all of those factors combined you have a hard time saying this isn't the best performance by any Knights goaltender this year and one of the best in recent memory with all of those factors combined and the fact that the Knights trailed in this game, uh, that, of course, the Knights had to come from behind and they do score three goals and then they go through overtime, which was just wild from Aiden Hill's point of view. This uh, will go down, I think, in, um, in, as we look back over the course of this season, no matter how many games they play in the spring, this will go down as one of the more memorable performances by the Knights. And dare I say, Ryan, while there might have been maybe one game in Kelly McCrimmon, and I think you and I have mentioned the one game where the Knights goaltending let the team down was that game in Anaheim right after the break.
3: Yeah.
2: Of a Christmas break, I should specify, but there haven't been you know, too many games where you thought the goaltender won the game for the Knights. This is uh, at the top of the list in that category.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It was a, a phenomenal outing for Aiden Hill. Uh, to just kind of turn the attention to Jack Eichel, though, like this is the most meaningful hockey that Jack has been playing in his career. Obviously, we're we're slanting toward the playoffs, and you wonder how Jack is going to perform should the Golden Knights get there. In, in the last two games, Carolina tonight against the New Jersey Devils, Jack Eichel's rising... To the occasion and bringing the level of his game up at the most important time of the year.
2: You're right. I was chatting with Matt Lachlan, the Devils' radio announcer, terrific play-by-play broadcaster and great friend, before the game, and he was asking about Jack Eichel. Of course, the Devils saw Jack with the Devils and the Sabers playing so often uh, out in the Eastern Conference. So, you know, Matt has seen Jack Eichel come up, and you know what? What's the story? You know, where are his numbers? And he's now got. 47 points in 49 games, and you knew at some point he was going to get close to a point per game, and here he is, one point away from that. And then throw in, he's got eight goals, five assists. That's 13 points in his last 10 games, better than a point per. I think, Ryan, not only that scoring over the course of 10 games, going back to the All-Star break, and I do wonder how much that break helped his health. Remember when he missed time earlier this year, missed a game, came back for one, then missed more time, 13 out of 14, And I wonder if then having several days off allowed him to get physically to where he wanted to be leading to this. But I think even more so, we go back to that game in Chicago. We saw Patrick Kane double shifting left and right late in the game. Jack really did not. Bruce and Jack talk before the next game. Long conversation. Bruce kind of gave us a sense that, hey, other lines were getting chances. I didn't want to take those chances away from those lines. That's basically why I did not double shift Jack. But then, next game for Vegas against Calgary, Knights win in overtime 4-3, to and Jack, about halfway through that game, started to get extra shifts. And to me, it has been since then, in the middle of that Calgary game, where Jack has just taken the team on his shoulders, and he sort of recognized it when we chatted on the pregame show the other day, that when you feel the pressure, You rise to the moment. Bruce Cassidy said it on the pregame show today. He agreed with the premise that Jack is trying to win in every single aspect of the game. Sure, the points are great, but you see him win 9 out of 11 draws last game against Carolina. He was plus 3, and he won a critical draw late in the game. He makes a couple of great defensive plays today, and then, of course, gets the two points, and we could go on and on. But you're right. This is the best we have seen Jack Eichel, and you can see the finish line Not too far off with Jack Eichel playing his best hockey in the most meaningful hockey he has played as a professional.
1: And when you look at it from the Golden Knights perspective, you've got wins over Carolina, wins over uh, the New Jersey Devils, back-to-back the top two teams in the Metropolitan Division. What does that say about this Golden Knights hockey team?
2: Yeah, well, uh, just numerically, first time in Knights history with consecutive wins against teams at 700 points percentage or better. Had never happened before. Wins in consecutive games against teams with 700 points percentage or better. Now that is the mathematical equation on this. If you expect to be the best, you've got to beat the best. And the Knights have done that here. And uh, they've done it at home, which we know for a while was a bugaboo. They now have 20 wins here on home ice, 13 losses, one overtime loss. And they've now got three more home wins than they have road wins 17, 6, and 5 on the road. And they've got a record of 8, 1, and 3 since the All Star break, which is, uh, and actually you go one game back before the All Star break, that shootout loss against the Islanders. So 8, 1, and 3 over the course of their last 12 games, 3, 1, and 2 in their last six. It seems to me that the Knights, in stark contrast to what happened last year, have turned it in the right direction after the All-Star break. Last year, they were in first place at the break, and it went pretty much downhill. This season, they are going in the opposite direction, even though they are without the likes of Mark Stone, go down the list of goalies, Nick Waugh, and who knows about William Carrier's status, but they did get players back who were absent for a while, Theodore, White Cloud, Howden. Each of those guys basically missed two months, and Will Carrier had also missed a handful of games, too. And, uh, you know, they've, they've loaded up here with Barbashev and Bluger as forwards and then Jonathan Quick to cement the goaltending situation, whether it's insurance for Aiden Hill and the rest of the staff or if Jonathan Quick comes in and plays big-time hockey like he has so often. You know, this just is the, the, the sign of very positive things to come. There's no guarantee of that, but based on what they're doing right now, uh, their stock, if you can put uh, stock broker's perspective on things it is rising
1: all right excellent stuff as always dan enjoy the rest of your night and you and i will chat on sunday
2: very good thanks ryan good night
1: that is the voice of the golden knights dan duva duva helping us break down a 4-3 victory in the shootout for the vegas golden knights we're back with more on the triple a insurance postgame show presented by dollar loan center this is the vegas golden knights radio network
2: Danny Webster, Las Vegas Son Bruce, you've said it all year long how good Aiden has been, but these last two
4: games, just what else can you say about your goaltender these last two games? Well, tonight he put in overtime. Um, and I don't mean in the game, just working. I thought the Carolina game, there wasn't a lot of work, to be honest. you after the first 10 minutes, made stops early until we got our legs under us, and then I thought it was one of our Zianti tonight it was a great checking game for us, really limited the other team um, didn't get in any penalty, penalty kill situations but tonight was uh, uh a game that we just you know we weren't prepared to play so we'll we'll all take the uh, blame for that and, um, and what I mean all of us is you know we got to prepare the players they got to be ready right this time of year, but Aiden sure was and um no oh, great performance, you know. I will say this: last time up in Jersey, I, I thought we played a pretty good game. We end up losing in overtime and a penalty, and then a four-on-three and a an nice goal. So maybe it's a little bit of karma that we got the win tonight, when they were clearly better than us for the most part. I thought in the middle of the game, you know, we found our game, started playing with some emotion. But um, overtime, it was just one save after the other, and obviously the shootout. So good for Aiden, Aaron, whatever you want to call him. Um <laughs> He was he was really on tonight and and uh, full value and you know we needed it. Go to bed. Ben,
5: ben Goetz, Las Vegas for you, Journal. Uh, Bruce, you've put together a new top line with Barbashev,
4: Marsheson, and Eichel. What did you think of those guys tonight? Yeah, we we juggled them around after. Obviously, Marshy um, finished well. Uh, Jacks had a lot of juice lately, so. Um, And Barbashev makes good play. He makes little small area plays. He's complemented different lines. He's a nice addition for us, right? He can move him around. That's something we knew about him. He's versatile. And I I think the more he plays with skilled players, the more you'll see that part of his game come. I don't think he'll lose his identity as a hard-nosed guy, good good, uh, 200-foot player, get to the interior. Um, But maybe there's a little more offense there, like he had last year in St. Louis. More got coaxed out of him for whatever reason. And uh, if he can do that for us and still, you know, be that guy that plays in all situations and be a real good ad. Jesse.
2: Jesse Granger at The Athletic. Um, I know you probably didn't play in the offensive zone as much as you'd like, but I know it seemed like Nick Hague was a little more confident with the puck on his stick tonight. Um, I'm just wondering, how have you seen his game kind of progress? This is the first year you've got to see him up close. Just where do you think his
4: game's going right now? Well, listen, our corps. I'm not going to – In general tonight, they had an off night. Um, They're human, it happens. Just fought the puck. I don't know if it was bouncing on there. It looked like it was bouncing too, but we just weren't clean and efficient with it. And against a quick team. So you got to give them credit. But I thought Nick as the game went on, you know, got better. We switched up our pairs just to get something going. I think when Nick just gets his feet moving and makes the play that's in front of him he's very good that way when he when he holds a little bit and the team's you know not forechecking as much and looking for other options maybe other than what's right there then it doesn't go as smooth I think in the ozone blue line when he just gets it and has no other thought than I'm going to get around the puck and shoot it as freaking hard as I can then I think that's when his offense comes to a little bit because you know guys don't want to block that shot and it seems to find him again and again in those situations so I think less is more with Nick at times offensively (coughs) And when he's, when he's moving forward up ice, <clears throat> I, I find he's, um, he can be an effective puck mover as opposed to that game when teams are less passive in the D-to-D um, for whatever reason. I don't know if just it forces them to skate. And I think when any player skates, the whole game opens up because everyone's moving and it's just easier to make a play. When you're sitting back sometimes... The game you know it's a little harder to read and that's you know that's theo's gift right he can do some of that he can sit in the pocket almost and watch anticipate where the defenders are going to go and then hit that kind of play off of players back skates if that makes any sense and and thread the needle a little more that's his gift whereas nick's i think is better moving forward uh, physicality part you know in a game like tonight we need a little bit of that you see you know a couple guys step up including Naber, and some of that's good Coley, in the second period got his couple of licks in so uh, that part is where we're going to keep reminded, Nick that's that's an area in a game like tonight where our emotion wasn't where it needed to be early on that he can assist as well. Alan? Hey Bruce, uh, Alan Snow with LVSportsBiz.com. You mentioned the team wasn't prepared to play tonight. I was just wondering what was your message uh, at the first intermission? Well, some of that stays in the room, Alan, but uh, in general it was, you know, we've adjusted our schedule, less practice time to so your rest, but Part of that is the onus falls on the player. We're, we're pretty much a veteran group to be prepared to play. right? we we'll would be crisp in the morning then um, and at 7.05 when the puck drops be ready to go. Carolina again, five, six minutes before we, you know, whatever found it. So, you know, we have to correct that. It, like, I understand there's a lot of hockey left and you don't have to be at your 100% best when the puck drops but you have to be mentally engaged in the game. That's That's what I'm looking for. Yes, you're going to miss a play or you might get beat but you're mentally engaged and we have not been and today it took us longer so the bit of the messaging was that you know like listen we're at home we're playing against a good team you can't you can't be content you have one good game and then you know let one get away and then you know well we'll get them Saturday type of mentality it's every night Uh, if that's if we want to meet expectations it's every night and what's said to them a lot is you may even be very good every night and you're not going to win all the time, but it's not what you want more than, you know, the, the, the alternative. So, you know, let's, let's be considered one of those teams, you know, we're in the top of the West. So let's go, you know, like, so that was it. It wasn't like we're tearing paint off the wall. It was a little bit of what we want to be. And if we're going to be that, you know, how how are we going to get there? And and starts are, are, are an issue. We went through a little bit of this. in Dece- I think it was December, right? I, listen, it's getting to be a longer year, but where we were not prepared to play and we weren't able to battle back. And now, now at least that part's a great positive, but let's not put ourselves in that position.
3: Got
4: three more over here. Ben, Owen, Danny.
5: Ben Goats, Las Vegas for you journal We saw William Carrier leave in the first period. Is there an
4: update there? Uh, lower body. Um, I don't have much as usual after a game. There's... You know guys hobbling around and the next day get a much better idea so um, obviously if he's not on the ice tomorrow you know we do have Paul Cotter left winger that's you know that's healthy but after that I don't have much right now and tomorrow should have a better better idea oh and Krebs Vegas hockey now you guys have been to overtime or past regulation in four of your last six games do you think that's a testament of where the league is at right now getting up to the stretch run and how tight things are yes I do um, we've different scenarios for each um, Dallas came back on us Chicago late uh, we you know uh, uh, tonight they you know it was a good third period so it's just I just think the games are tighter um, Chicago ones a little bit of an aberration cause, you know they're in a different position than some of the other teams in terms of they may prefer not to win games you know right now um, I can't speak for them but um most of the teams are still you know they, they points are just valuable and I think players recognize that too this time of the year so it doesn't just it just doesn't when you when you're down a goal the other team usually that's down doesn't open up like like it's a free-for-all oh, we got to get it all back right away they grind and say let's just get one and get it to overtime because there's your point so whereas I think maybe early in the year it's you know they'll take a few more risks um, so uh, like I said I think you hit it on the head it's just that time of year <clears throat> Danny
2: danny webster las vegas son uh, you mentioned jack and the juice he's had over the last number of games this time of year is usually when you want superstars to perform is he kind of taking on that responsibility and
4: role as of i think so i think he is um coming out of the break he's looked better refreshed you know we've discussed that i think most guys are mentally physically it looks like you know he's, he's separating better um so yes uh you know you again when you lose other players that give you some of that someone has to to give you a little bit more you can't ask out of you know to, out of every player to be kind of the leader type but if they can you know, bring a little more in a following role whatever that is uh, like I said our fourth line is you know continue to build to take up take on matchup roles Uh, Even better so that allows Jack to save his energy maybe for more offensive situations So that's been a positive but everyone has to bring it a little more and we've seen it with Michael Amadio Who's done a good job stepping up, but certainly the guys that have the ability to really impact games like Jack He's done it Mm
0: We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace.
1: Congrats to our very own Dan Duva and the rest of the hosts of the Sheriff Lawless and Some Guy Named Dave podcast, which celebrated its 100th episode this week with a live taping at the D Las Vegas and a visit from Zach Whitecloud. Check out the SLGND podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. It's the AAA Insurance post-game show, the Vegas Golden Knights defeat the New Jersey Devils, 4-3 to in the shootout. The post-game injury report is brought to you by UMC, the exclusive hospital of the Vegas Golden Knights. Will Carrier left the game with about a minute left in the first period, did not return, lower body injury, uh, but no real update in terms of how long or if we expect will Carrier to be out of the lineup let's take a look at the highlights in this game we go back to the first period and the golden knights were under siege early as the devils really had their skating legs to start the game however vegas opened the scoring as jonathan Marchessault scored his
2: 18th goal of the year they have a slap shot left point this is the goal rebound score jonathan Marchessault took the caram off the boards falling over at the Sneaks it inside the right post. Vegas takes a 1-0 lead. Marcheseau's 18th goal of the year.
1: Jonathan Marcheseau from Braden McNabb and Ivan Barbashev. 7.48 of the first period made it one to nothing. Vegas. Brett Howden would take a penalty midway through the period, and the Devils wasted little time as Jack Hughes set up Jesper Bratt's power play goal. Right point, Dougie Hamilton.
2: Steers left, Hughes to the right for a shot, Score. Jesper Bratt, power play goal from the right wing circle. And New Jersey ties it 1-1. 4.43 to go in the first period. 25th goal
1: of the year for Jesper Bratt, a power play goal from Jack Hughes and Dougie Hamilton. 15-16 of that first period. Tied the game at one. And then late in the period, Dawson Mercer jumped on a turnover and gave New Jersey the lead.
2: Devils working through center. Guitar played it toward the Vegas line. McNam off balance, a shot, score! Dawson Mercer goes top left corner. The Knights mishandle the puck, and it leads to Dawson Mercer's 10th goal in eight games. 2 1, New Jersey. 26 seconds to go in the period.
1: Dawson Mercer's 21st goal of the year, unassisted 1932 of the first period, made it 2 1. New Jersey the Devils would take that 2-1 lead into the second period and Vegas would push back in the second as a hard-working shift by the top line resulted in another goal for Jonathan Marchessault.
2: and across the line with Eichel close quarters came out front Marchessault, he scores second goal today for Jonathan Marchessault. the Knights tie it 2-2 9 to go second period a hard work goal for the Knights
1: Second goal of the game for Jonathan Marshall, so his 19th of the year from Ivan Barbashev and Jack Eichel, 12:50 of the second period, tied the game at two. We would head to the third period, all tied up, and as we've seen so often of late when the Golden Knights have needed a play, Jack Eichel has responded. This time he kicked the puck from his skate to his blade, walked in, and gave Vegas the lead. Off the
2: glass, clanks around, Marciusso, two-on-one with Eichel. Marciusso, right side, leads Eichel, opens up, he shoots, he scores! Oh, and a fake from Jack Eichel! A two-on-one, sprung by Jonathan Marciusso. Vegas takes the lead, three to two nights, 16 minutes to go in the third. Jack Eichel's 23rd
1: goal of the season. 23rd goal of the year for Jack Eichel. The assist to Jonathan Marchessault, 347 in the third period. Made it 3-2 Vegas. And then William Carlson would get str- sprung on a breakaway. Had a great opportunity to extend the lead on a penalty shot, but he was turned away. Second penalty shot of Carlson's
2: career. Did not score back in 2019 His only other one. The lefty cruises in. Shoots. Schmidt the save. Puck waffles into the air, but away from the crease.
1: Then, just past the midway point of the period, the Devils would come up empty on their second power play of the game, but Miles Wood would capitalize on some indecision to tie the game.
2: Hill was all kinds of spun around, but Theodore saved it. Now it's out in front. Wood stop. Now it's in the goal. New Jersey ties it. Miles Wood right in front. First time he couldn't get it by. The second time it does go for Miles Wood. 3-3. 7.05 to play in the third. 11th goal of the year for Miles
1: Wood the assist to Jesper boquist at 12:53 of the third period made it 3 to 3 we'd head to overtime shots in the overtime period were 8 to nothing in favor of the New Jersey Devils Aiden Hill stood on his head and made our AAA insurance save of the game Severson here's side into the slot
2: coming left here's Boqvist towards the goal feeding right Hill the save, sliding to his left. The crowd held its collective breath, not sure if Hill got over. He did, gets the whistle.
1: AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA, outsmart life. So Aiden Hill, perfect in overtime, would extend that into the shootout, and Shea Theodore would win it for Vegas.
2: 27 7, jay theodore an opportunity to clinch a win for vegas 0 for 2 this season the lefty comes down the middle shuffles looking backhand he scores vegas wins four three golden knights jay theodore and aiden hill heroes in the shootout Shea Theodore, the
1: shootout winner in the Golden Knights, pick up a 4-3 victory over the New Jersey Devils. And with tonight's Golden Knights win, you win as well. Enjoy 31% off menu price pizzas at Pizza Hut tomorrow using the code VGKWINS on PizzaHut.com. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio
0: Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights post-game show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace.
1: AAA Insurance post-game show. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the New Jersey Jersey Devils 4-3 in the shootout. Vegas improved to 37-19-6, 80 points on the year tops in both the Pacific Division and the Western Conference. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Windows and Solar. The Vegas Golden Knights... uh, They were not the better team through 65 minutes in this game. However... The Vegas Golden Knights had the better goaltender in this game. Aiden Hill was sensational. It was the game of his life, the game of his career, whatever you want to say. That's what Aiden Hill did. That's what he was able to put together on the ice, and he is the reason the Golden Knights get two points out of this one. It's a statement win. It is a a prove-it type of game from Aiden Hill, and now... It's all about consistently bringing the same effort to the table night in and night out. It isn't always going to go your way, but the Golden Knights, they got a goalie win, and they got it in a big way tonight on the back of Aiden Hill. That's going to do it for me here on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show. Extended Postgame Show is next. Presented by Dollar Loan Center, this is the Vegas Golden Knights. Radio.
0: It's the Extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace.
1: Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, the Golden Knights, a 4-3 win in the shootout over the New Jersey Devils. Vegas improves to 37-19 and 6-80 points on the year. Back-to-back wins over teams above 700 points percentage. It's been fantastic for the Golden Knights since the bye week and the All-Star break. It's really that simple. This team has hit a new gear, another level. Whatever you want to say, they've done it. Has it been on? Has it been like a string of 11 masterpieces? No, it hasn't. But the Golden Knights—they've found ways to win. And when you when you talk about how close it is the margin for error what's going on right now in the national hockey league the golden knights are winning tight games whether it's in overtime whether it's in the shootout and i can kind of go all night about the shootout we've had this conversation before still don't like that this one ended in the shootout but it is what it is the golden knights have found ways to pick up points to win hockey games to prove that they are a legitimate contender so As we turn the page on the NHL trade deadline, as we look ahead to the final 20 games of the year and what the playoffs might have in store for the Vegas Golden Knights, understand these playoff atmosphere types of games. These are telling, and I think the Golden Knights are writing a little bit of a different narrative than maybe they've had through the first 62 games of the year. 702-876-1340 is the number. 702-876-1340. Let's head out to the phone lines, bring in Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie, how you doing?
3: I'm doing great. How are
1: you doing, Ryan? Oh, I'm good.
3: So, my goodness, what a game to be at. Uh, we couldn't even leave right away. Like, I if I had tried walking, I would have probably passed out.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was a blast. Right. I, it was it was two teams, and, and the New Jersey Devils were the better team. Like, top to bottom, through yeah. 65 oh, yeah. minutes, they were really good. But for the Golden Knights, again, as I, as I kind of said off the top, uh, Aiden Hill was the better goaltender, and, and that – sometimes in the national hockey league wins you games it did tonight for vegas
3: yeah i mean i'm looking at the poster right now and he's listed at Aiden hill but are we sure he's not aiden mountain
1: <laughs> that's funny that's a good one uh yeah i mean he uh, was he was <laughs> remarkable tonight for the golden Knights.
3: that 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 was my husband's i stole it from him <laughs> well done. but um the last thing uh, i wanted to say is uh on eichel's goal um Jonathan Marcheseau was coming in on the two-on-one with the puck and sitting on two goals already. Did the unselfish thing, passed it to Eichel. Um, Eichel had the better better shot coming in there. Um, just Unselfish play from Marcheseau facing the ability to possibly get a hat trick. So, mm. you know, I, I like that this team plays for – they're playing for the crest. They're not playing for the name on their back.
1: Yeah, you bring up a great point, Stephanie, and thank you for the call. We know Jonathan Marcheseau. Loves to score, to score goals. That, that's what he loves to do. Uh, and I think making that play there is kind of leaning into that, right? He's already got two. You expect him to take the shot. If I'm Akira Schmid, I'm expecting him to take that shot. The fact that he passes it off, uh, that catches some people by surprise there. And, you know, you give Jack Eichel that much time and space in tight he's going to find a way to produce, and he certainly has for the Golden Knights of late. 702-876-1340, that's the number. If you'd like to join us on the extended postgame show, we've got a first-place team in the Western Conference, first-place team in the Pacific Division, wall-to-wall calls. That's the expectation. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Sal. Hey, Sal, how you doing?
6: Uh, feeling good. Happy to get this win back after as kind of a little bit of revenge. Um, Aiden Hill obviously deserves all the praise. He did so in such a way that you start to think, could this be our, our go-to guy in the playoffs? Um, this is one of those wins where he doesn't just make lucky saves. He makes athletic saves where he makes the right reads. He makes the right push-offs to get across the crease, the speed, everything. It, he, he had a remarkable performance that, that gets that ball rolling. And for the fourth season in a row, Going into the last month or two of the season, there's a goalie competition um, in, in Vegas. You know, it's been different tandems the last four years, and we might have another one coming up.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think that I think that you do right because you've got certainly Jonathan Quick who who comes in at the trade deadline. You're you're expecting him to get starts. You don't go out and make that move if you're not going to put him in net. Uh, you've got Aiden Hill playing some of the best hockey of his career. And then you've still got Loren Brossois and Logan Thompson waiting in the wings as they get healthier and healthier. Once they're ready to go, you've got four guys that I think are are really going to be vying for one or two spots. And you know the theory is you're going to push everybody to to greater and greater heights because you've got that competition.
6: Yeah, i I would hope it, I would hope it's a three goalie race. Um, I I will appreciate whatever Jonathan Quick can give us down the stretch. I would hope that as long as health is not an issue, Hill would get, you know, four out of five starts or three out of four starts because there's not there's not enough separation in the standings. There's two points in one game. So there there's still so many points to be had. Nobody is really losing on t- that, you know, below us. Seattle, L.A., they both took care of business today and yesterday. And uh, we have... I, I kind of glanced over the schedules between us, LA, Seattle, and I would think just by glancing that we have the hardest of the three schedules going forward. Um, that's for another day, but so. well,
1: just just to just to kind of throw a, a different thought on it. You're looking at LA, you're looking at Seattle, you're looking at Edmonton, like, and that's fair, like full on makes sense. But really, where you're looking at right now for the Golden Knights, mission objective number one is to make the playoffs. You right now, Vegas is 13 points clear of Calgary, 14 points clear of Nashville. Like Those are the teams that are below the playoff cut line that, that you need to be worried about in trying to just get into the postseason first and foremost. When, you've, when you kind of frame it that way, it really does look to me like the teams that are going to make the playoffs in the Western Conference are already in the playoff picture right now. I, I don't think Calgary is going to make a push. I don't think Nashville is going to make a push. Now, for the Golden Knights, you've got to you've got to get that X by your name. Then you can worry about seeding.
6: I, I do agree that I think the teams are kind of set. Um, there's not, yeah, there, there's significant gaps. So I do feel highly confident that this is going to be our fifth playoff run out of six years. This doesn't feel like last year by any stretch. Um, so, but I, you know, you do you do feel that confidence, and you do feel like we are better than the teams in our division you know collectively and you do feel like this team deserves to be the pacific division champion and you hope they can execute because home ice is going to matter you know this this is not a team that's we're not a team that's outscoring teams by two goals three goals we're winning games and it might be pretty but but there's thin margins everywhere
1: yeah and and thanks for the call sal I, i don't know that you're going to see a lot of games where you're winning by two or three goals like Bruce Cassidy kind of mentioned it, and, and you kind of mentioned it as well, Sal. When you look at the Golden Knights' schedule down the stretch, there's a lot of really good teams, a lot of teams that are in playoff position, a lot of teams that are in the same spot as the Golden Knights where they want to improve and, and jockey for their position so that they've got better matchups or home ice advantage in the playoffs. It, everything's tighter. Everything's tighter. Like It's not surprising to me that the Golden Knights have found themselves beyond 60 minutes, four out of their last six games, that's what's going to happen this time of year. And when you've got the caliber of opponents on the schedule, that the Golden Knights do, um, I don't think the expectation is that you're going to go out and win 4-1 to one or 5-2 to two every single night. It's going to be a grind. And the Golden Knights so far right now, they're proving that they're up to that task. 702-876-1340, that's the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Mike. Hey, Mike, how you doing?
7: Well, it wasn't a 50-save game, but it was the same as. Uh, just an uh, unbelievable effort by Aiden. And uh, he wasn't the only guy that stood on his head tonight. That so goal had to be made from his arm.
1: Well, or his butt. One of the two. <laughs> well,
7: right. But what, a, what an amazing game. And uh, and besides that, when was the last time you saw a penalty shot result from a shorthanded attempt? Uh, it,
1: I don't know that I've personally been in the building when something like that <laughs> has happened. But uh, that's what the Golden Knights power kill can do for you.
7: Yeah, they sure can. It's just a great night to celebrate. And and here's the thing that people tend to forget. You just said it because the Western Conference has been somewhat decided. It'll take a collapse by somebody to kick out one of those uh, entries. So if you can find a way to win the West, and that's a huge ask. I know that. But you think we've split against Carolina we're 1-1 one one against New Jersey. Mm-hmm. We've split against, could split against Tampa Bay. The worst we can do is split. Mm-hmm. And we split against the king of the hill, Boston. Mm-hmm. So I say bring on everybody.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, you're, you're not but, wrong, Mike. That's why every time there have been calls to this program talking about what the Golden Knights will or will not do in the playoffs – you, just, you start to look at their record against some of the best in the league. You, as you mentioned, they split with Boston. They are one up on Carolina. The worst that they can do is split with Carolina. The worst that they can do is split with Tampa. Uh, you, you, you beat Toronto two out of two games. Like This team has been able to beat the best of the best in the league. And, and I'll give, I'll take a chance, I'll take a flyer all day long on a team that has been there before, that has done it before, that has been to Final Fours, that knows what it takes to go on a long run, I will take a flyer on that team all day long with a coach like Bruce Cassidy when you see what they've been able to do to the top of the of the league.
7: Well, I, I, I'm excited. We're all excited right this minute, but not nearly as excited as two days from now when a game against Montreal actually will be interesting to see. Well well because of the goalie
1: oh okay oh so you're assuming Jonathan Quick gets a start there
7: well I am pretty sure he will start and and we haven't had an exciting game against Montreal for a couple of years so it'll be fun to see what he can contribute to the uh to the team
1: all right great stuff Mike thanks for the call um after this performance from Aiden Hill yeah I agree Mike I, I think that logically it makes sense to go to Jonathan Quick but Aiden Hill is, is playing out of his mind right now. I, I don't I don't know. It'll be interesting Sunday afternoon, 3 p.m., against the Montreal Canadiens. Let's take a break. 702 876 1340 is the number when we come back. It's the Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas.
0: Back to your calls on the Extended Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show. Here's Ryan Wallace.
1: Hey, extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. 4-3, the final score in the shootout. The Golden Knights defeat the New Jersey Devils. Entertaining game, fun game. Aiden Hill star of the game by far, by a mile. Such a good performance from Aiden Hill. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head out to the phone lines, bring in Stephen. Hey, Stephen, how you doing?
5: Ryan, I am still in awe. I know the game ended a little bit ago, but I am in awe of that performance by Aiden Hill. I cannot believe that the Knights won that game, given how the Devils played. Like, tip the hat to those guys. They mm-hmm. played an unbelievable game. Yeah. But Aiden Hill played just that much better.
1: Yeah, I, I'm i right there with you, Stephen. Uh, the, the New Jersey Devils, for my money, one of the most entertaining teams in the league. They're fast. They're creative. They've got elite skill in, in all the right places. Um, And, and it, as you mentioned, like, they put on a performance. The, the only problem for New Jersey – is that Aiden Hill was better, and this was a true 100% goaltender win for the Vegas Golden Knights and Aiden Hill.
5: And honestly, Aiden Hill just gave the Vegas Golden Knights probably one of the best problems that you could have, and that's that you have now too many goaltenders that are extremely good at the NHL level. Like, let's think about it. Jonathan Quick comes in via trade, which I'm elated about, by the way. Mm-hmm. He, he comes in here. He has his uber-competitive self entering the building, I think it really gives a rise out of the goaltenders. And Aiden Hill, I, this is just me, Rasmus here, but I feel like he fed off of that. Mm-hmm. And he just proved the point that, yeah, he can play in this league. He can play with the best that the NHL can provide. And he can win. And now once we get Logan Thompson back, uh, we'll have three goaltenders right there. Lauren Brassois would make that four. It's amazing just how loaded that the Gold Knights have become now at goaltender that, honestly, you could put any of those guys in the crease and I'll have extreme confidence in any of them at this point. They're all playing very, really well Quality the injury for both Thompson and Brassois. They're playing well. It doesn't matter to me. I'm very confident in all four of them.
1: Yeah, I think you're right on the money, Stephen, and thank you for the call. Um, for the Golden Knights, it's about depth, right? And that was the majority of the message on the pregame show for me is that Kelly McCrimmon goes out and makes three moves to make this team deeper. And when you look at it down the stretch, the, the condensed schedule, you're going to need depth in every single position, up front, on the blue line, and certainly in net. And right now the Golden Knights have that depth everywhere, and it should serve them well the final 20 games of this season. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Anthony. Hey, Anthony, how you doing?
8: I'm doing great after a win like that. How about you?
1: Oh, I'm good. Yeah,
8: no, I just, uh, you know, everybody's talking about Aiden Hill, who had an absolutely out-of-his-mind game, stood on his head the entire time. But uh, the defensive play from the Knights as a whole, especially Jack Eichel, who I was surprised to see sacrificing the body on a lot of defensive plays, really aided him in allowing him to uh, to play the way that he did. It was, uh, I mean, sure, the New Jersey Devils got their chances, but, uh, I mean, uh, when it really came down to it, um, the play of the defenseman and the uh, forward core as a whole, really uh, aided in uh, their ability to win this game tonight.
1: Yeah, I thought Jack Eichel was really good, not just with the puck but away from the puck. Um, it, it was a little bit more disjointed from the Golden Knights, just kind of in their coverage, in their zone, some some unfortunate and and uncharacteristic mix, misplays. But by and large, I mean, when it when it all really mattered, the Golden Knights put it out on the line, and you know, they were physical when they needed to be. And, and against a New Jersey Devils team that doesn't have as much bite uh, as as some teams that are kind of hanging around the tops uh, of their division and 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 conference and certainly the league, um, you, you beat them where you can, and, and the Golden Knights decided to do that today with physicality.
8: Yeah, no, absolutely, and I mean, uh, with uh, two playoff teams, the last two games, I mean, they they have uh, really put it all out on the ice. It seems like uh, you know having competition in the uh, in the valley really uh, brought out the best in them.
1: Yeah, I completely agree with that, Anthony. Thank you for the call. Um, Again, we've kind of pulled on this thread a little bit over the last couple of weeks. I, I don't think that there's anyone alive that can predict what the Golden Knights will or will not do in the playoffs. It's a fool's errand to me to worry about that. All you need to do in the National Hockey League is get there. All you need to do in the National Hockey League is qualify for the postseason because then you have a chance to win it all. And look no further than the goaltender the Golden Knights brought into the fold yesterday in Jonathan Quick. Jonathan Quick, in 2012, took an 8th place Los Angeles Kings team all the way to the Stanley Cup and won it. You can find ways and catch fire and do damage in the playoffs, even if your expectations were aren't as high as you'd as you'd want them to be but right now for this golden knights team the expectations are sky high and i think the play on the ice is backing that up and the golden knights made themselves a better hockey team a deeper hockey team by way of this trade deadline we're back with more on the extended postgame show fox sports las vegas
0: back to your calls on the extended vegas golden knights postgame show here's ryan wallace
1: wrapping it up here it's going to post game show fox sports las vegas golden knights defeat the new jersey devils 4 to 3 in the shootout story of the game aiden hill phenomenal phenomenal performance from the golden knights netminder uh, there were countless saves the, the shots in overtime were eight nothing new jersey and it wasn't like eight nothing everything from the perimeter it was all inside it was acrobatic saves it was positional saves every aspect of the game aiden hill had to be sharp in he was tonight for the vegas golden knights and it gave his team two more points it gives the golden knights now 80 points on the year 37 19 and 6 as i mentioned 80 points now on the year for the golden knights and we've been looking at this through the context of where vegas is in relation to the teams chasing them right now in the pacific division you got to start to look at the playoff cut line too and that's going to be an important factor in all of this calgary flames 67 points nashville predators they've got 66 points calgary is 13 points back of where vegas is right now 13 game uh, 13 points back they played the same amount of games over a 20 game stretch that's going to be hard to make up so as long as the golden knights continue to do what they have been doing and they start and they continue to amass points they continue to push the the needle in the right direction I I think when we look at the Western Conference, legitimately Calgary, Nashville, St. Louis, like they're all hanging around that playoff cut line. I don't know that there's going to be a a tried and true race. I, I think we've got a clear idea of what the playoff teams look like now in the West. And until it's official, nothing's official. But for the Golden Knights, you you, you start to look at where you're at, jockeying for positioning, trying to get beneficial seating. All of that's going to be important as we hit this final 20 games of the regular season. That's going to do it for me here on the Extended Postgame Show. Thanks to Jed Donaldson down here, making sure everything sounds great. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio for keeping us on the air. And thanks to you, our listeners and our callers. It's your postgame show. It's not as much fun without your calls, your thoughts, your opinions, and your input. Until Sunday afternoon, have a great night, everybody. We'll talk to you then right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas.
0: Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.